Hey y'all, what's up? This is Chris Robertson from Blackstone Cherry, and you're watching CMS TV. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another another edition of chris aiken presents i of course chris aiken over there eric farentinos eric how are you sir it's a chris aiken show chris aiken it's a chris aiken show wow what is that the new intro you've been working on yep <laughs> Try to go acapella on it, see see how it rolled off the audience. What their right. thoughts are. I should just absolutely clip that and just use that next week for the intro. <laughs> Disney will probably sue us. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they probably will. You guys, we'll let you use it if you get vaxxed. <laughs> right. Like a bullshit. I know. So how are you, my friend? You've been traveling. Uh, been traveling. Yeah, I had to uh, ha- had to do a private event with the boys uh, in South Dakota, and I got back last night. That's the cool. house looked good. Kitties were good. I do have to take uh, Charlie Cat to the vet today. Oh uh, no! Uh, yeah, so uh, won't be able to hang out too too long after the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she's got a little some skin issues she gets occasionally, and uh, they have to give her like a shot like once a year. It seems like to get her back to stop itching and getting hives and stuff but gotta get her vaccine yeah it's not a vaccine i i'm not sure exactly hydro cortisone shot perhaps it's not a vaccine why because it works (laughs) right (laughs) it must be uh but yeah for people you know obviously people haven't been seeing us on youtube from some of our yes uh, previous chatter but hey i couldn't believe how many people tuned into rumble this past week thank you everybody yeah i mean that was great we did what five or six thousand plays on rumble plus on just the one episode plus uh what another thousand or so or 1500 on the ripper interview itself and right and then we're all of a sudden a legitimate news source (laughs) overnight how about that that? it was like four how many publications picked us up i think four i think i know for a fact just off the top of my head i should have had this ready but um brave words definitely picked it up and um metal sucks who i was stunned because they are as about politically anti chris aiken as you could possibly be but they Mm -hmm. um they picked it up i was metal sucks but chris aiken is now cool again yeah i guess so i I guess i'm cool with the metal sucks people so which is fine because you know outside of politics you know and it's the weirdest thing, dude, because I don't want to be associated to any political party. I don't want to be political. You know, I, I get associated right. because of the other show, you know, because obviously Neely is the conductor of the Trump train, as we joke. Sure. But, sure, sure. you know, for me personally, I don't give a shit. I'm, you know, I'm pro killing babies and pro guns. So that's kind of both ends of that spectrum. You know, I'm not I'm not a political guy. I hate all politicians. I'm, I think they're all shit. They so, are. I always say, like, you know, when I ask people, you know, the big evil corporations that we know that are out there, whether it's Monsanto or Pfizer or any of these people, like, 
who do you think they give huge donations to the Democrats or the Republicans? And surprisingly, the answer is both. Yeah. They give, they give all the candidates involved the money and they already had them before the election even is called. Mm -hmm. So you could bet on that. So I don't follow it either. I never did. I never cared. I never cared about politics until the shutdown uh, when they started taking away my personal liberties. Right. That affected me directly. You know, wars in other countries might affect me at the gas pump a little bit here and there, but it didn't wasn't didn't really affect my everyday life. But some of these events that are more orchestrated definitely touch each one of us and right. you know mess mess with each one of our heads. But we made it through, guys. We're all here still. Hell yeah. Well, I don't want to talk politics today. I really don't. Let's talk about something more fun. Let's talk about your event, or at least what you're allowed to talk about. I know. We could say who it was for because I saw, oh, you're losing your camera, losing your mic, everything. Cat <laughs> wants on the show, goddammit. <laughs> yep. Charlie Cat's like, what's up, Chris? Yeah, I no. can't show. <laughs> but no, no I, I. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, I, I, uh, I think we could say who the event was for since I saw a picture of Steven with said eventee on Facebook. So I guess it's, it's, fair to say you guys had you had fun out there with um chuck brennan of the uh what the loan loan centers or whatever that's called dollar loan centers apparently yeah i, I didn't even I, I honestly i didn't know really uh much of what was going on uh or if i'm supposed to even say anything i mean it's uh it, it was i'm just reporting agent. that i saw it on steven's i saw steven with chuck and he right. thanked he thanked Chuck and he thanked Jackal. So I'm assuming that's right. all safe to talk about. <laughs> okay, well then there you go. Uh, yeah, with the, the event was with Jackal. Um, I didn't get to see them play, but I did run into Jesse James. Okay, uh, Dupree in the in the hotel. I was coming back from getting some food. Uh, Chuck was uh, very hospitable in that he let like the bands just get whatever food from this restaurant that was next door. Nice. Uh, for our duration of time there. So I made sure to eat three meals a day. <laughs> Very nice. So is it, was it, uh, I, I never understand how these oh. private events work. Is it, is it like 20 of his closest friends or is it, is it something that like he announces, but he only announces to like business colleagues or whatever, you know? And is the cat going to let you do the a fucking show or what? Oh, man. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I'll smell your ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was apparently he, you know, when he, he came up to us when we were dining and he had basically in short said that it was like, just, he was in town and wanted to throw a little party for his friends. It was a free, a free gig. Okay. You know, so, uh, to, to us, it was just any, to the band, it was just a gig, but whatever personal, uh invitation it was for steven i wasn't like you know i'm, I'm not his buddy that's well, no what, I, what i'm asking is how many people are at this thing is it 50 or is it 500 or is it you know it was just a yeah probably geez probably only a couple hundred people at this thing okay it was a more intimate smaller size like a like a metal club venue or no like a sports bar or okay you know small rock local rock place sure okay. type venue you know but they had a great sound system there and it was cool and uh, you know what we usually do really well on those tight stages right uh because we're just closer to each other we can hear each other and kind of get each other's attention a little easier if needed um and we always sound good so i think the playing part was 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 great um 
you know, I got out of there. Um, yeah, Jesse James, I was going to mention earlier, I, you know, I was coming back from that restaurant with some food and I, we almost ran into each other, like coming okay. around the corner. It was like, and I, I had, I don't, I never remember him being such a big dude, oh, but yeah. he's like, he appeared to me to be, I don't know if I was to guess like, like a good six, three or bigger and probably like 260 pounds, you know, but not a fat of like just yeah. a big dude, you know, I was like, God damn. Yeah, he's definitely bulked up. Like, you know, when he started, he was like every other string bean that was out there. You know, he looked like, you know, every other rock guy that was out there that was about 140 pounds. Right. We can't keep up our looks. Those expectations are just not realistic with without huge funding to transform transhumanism to make yourself some kind of weird alien in the end. Anyway, Um, I had done the the most Isley spaceport uh, background today because uh, the airline that i took on the way home american airlines yeah yeah. i don't usually travel on that airline but i couldn't and this is going to sound really shallow whatever i'm sorry but uh it seemed like everybody on this flight looked like they could have fit in at most icely spaceport (laughs) you know (laughs) like I've never seen, like, I was kind of taken back by how, how many mutants there were that, like, walked onto this flight. Right. <laughs> like, because there's, I don't have the highest opinion of myself, like, like people might not realize, but I, my self-esteem isn't, hasn't always been that high. Okay. You know, and I don't have the big 80s hair, and I'm not, like, I don't have the Bruce Lee body, and it's, it's tough to go out you know, in the spotlight and hold people's attention sure. or make them feel that, yeah, he deserves to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why, 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 do, why am I up there and not some guy who does look like that? Right. You know what I mean? I have to work harder in some ways uh, to compensate. So I'm by no means perfect. I, I should put some disclaimers out there before I go ripping into <laughs> other people. <laughs> but uh, basically where I'm going with this is, you know, days like this, I kind of look at everybody and, and feel a lot better looking, you know, or I, I, I go, <laughs> I should shut up. You know what I mean? I'm probably going to look back and go, Hey, you, you were a handsome guy. What were you complaining about? You know what I mean? Because right. I, it was just maybe because it's American airlines, you know, more, um, foreigners might use that airline to go to America or something. Okay. Maybe it's more, cause it's a more international airline. It attracts sure. a more, uh, diverse, crowd if you will okay yeah because i mean I, I don't know how to explain it like i i sent you a photo uh, I, I, don't have know you, you have I have that. it you have that i don't know if there's a way to like get her face out of it nope I didn't want there's it. not there's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> what? Oy public okay. place public, public place, place? Yeah, all right it's right. legal okay uh <laughs> this is me like crudged up against the window trying not to let this this poor god love her god bless this woman uh her arm is like as you can see a good five inches into my seat like she basically she came in she seemed nice too i should interject that she she seemed very sweet and uh but she was a, a large lady and I, I saw right away she had some stuff going on with her arm. Now I, I also like suffer from little like eczema and stuff like that. Sure. You know, here. Not not too brutal, but you know, I get itchy and have some stuff sometimes. So I have compassion for that. But goddamn, if I if my arms were all tore up, I'd probably wear a long sleeve shirt or yeah. you know, so if you were something. showing cysts on your elbow or whatever, yeah. you wouldn't fucking hey, check it out. 
Right here. Say, hey, how you doing today? Yeah. I'm yeah, going to rub gonna... this all over you for the next three hours on this flight. You know, hey, welcome. I, I've heard that. Like, like, have you heard that as a kid or something? That like a wart, you could you could pass a oh, wart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that kind of stuck with me. Well, no, see, no here's, pun intended. here's the thing. You, you're going to be nice. I'm not going to be nice. And I'm going to say this fatty to fatty to this lady. <laughs> I'm going to say it honestly. If okay. you're that fat. Which I am, so right. I'll openly admit it. As a fat piece of shit, I would buy the two seats. Well, in you the have least- to buy the two seats. You no, no, no. Hold on. Okay. It's not. It's disrespectful not to. It's disrespectful to pour yourself into a chair that you don't fit in. Not to yourself. Of course, you're trying to save two hundred bucks or whatever. But you're fat. You'd had no problem spending 2000 bucks eating pizza to get that fucking fat. So have some respect for the guy next to you. When I fly, which is rare, I definitely buy the two seats. I definitely buy the two seats because I I won't be disrespectful like that to somebody else. You know, that's right. it's disrespect. I mean, and you don't fly unless you it would have to be a really important thing for you yeah. to have. To fly and I somewhere. would either buy a first class ticket no matter what that would cost or right. I would buy two seats if I had to, because there's no way am I going to be, there's no, I'm not going to be that guy where you're just like, yeah, for the whole fucking flight. No, you can see how much I'm, I'm totally into the window there and just can barely keep an inch uh, between us. And I guarantee, I guarantee, tell me if I'm wrong on this. When you got off the plane first thing you did was rubbed your shoulder from hurting so bad from not trying to fucking bang into her well not only that but man no wi-fi on this oh. flight home that i'm sitting here that you see in this can we get this photo office this is her she's up there too long uh, okay let's put the beautiful people back up here okay <laughs> from uh, one mess to two more right <laughs> let's, let's put a different train wreck up uh Oh, where was I going with that? Um, oh, yeah. So no Wi-Fi. Um, that made it brutal. Right. Okay? No effing Wi-Fi. And that also makes me feel uneasy that they don't have that going. It's like, well, what else isn't fucking working on this plane? You know what Was I that mean? why it wasn't? There was no Wi-Fi? Because it wasn't working? Yeah. They basically had to make an announcement. Sorry, everybody. The pilot wants you to know that. You know, we apologize that the the Wi-Fi, there'll be no Wi-Fi for the duration. Please uh, notice the seatbelt signs and have a nice fucking day. And you you could hear a collective sigh. You know, fortunately, it was just like a two and a half. I guess it was like a two and a half hour flight, you know, from Dallas to San Diego. So long time to be, you know, dodging warts. Yeah, dodging warts, all crunched up, can't watch anything, can't do anything. Did they at least have movies? Nothing? No, the seats had nothing. Uh, oh. Nothing going there. So I basically just, what I do in these situations, uh, I have so many photos of my cats and shit that I've taken right. and, you know, maybe stuff for the band. And it goes back for like, my phone's probably at least two years old. So I'll just go back to the beginning and just start going through photos and, you know deleting photos that are blurry or stuff i know i don't need and if there was something really cool i might screen cap and put it towards the front of the photos so i remember that i saw it, things like that just yeah. to pass the time which can t- i could do that for a while surprisingly sure. but uh, i was uh, at some point when they brought us our snacks you know you have the table down in yeah. front of you 
realized I was doing it, but I was so bored from not having any Wi-Fi. I started, you know, just tapping. It was like the lady just in front of me fucking lost it. And I felt bad because, you know, like you, I don't want to be that guy. I hate when people fucking mess with my seat or mm-hmm. kick it or, uh, you know, and she had to turn around and go, Will you, please? She, you could tell she was angry. She was like, please stop tapping on the seat. It was oh, just like, boy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But I had to do a one final. <laughs> 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 I was like, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but funny uh, anyways it was awkward after because whenever there's a a confrontation and the baggage claim uh Mm -hmm. you have to see each other in the baggage claim later i'm sorry when there's one on the flight you have to see each other later you have to be mindful of that because you have some bullshit go down you guys are gonna have to be standing next to each other for about 20 minutes waiting for your bags you know when you get down there so there's that i've had a situation once where i remember i really went too far with my aggression at someone on a flight this was many many years ago probably probably 15 years ago but uh there was a a guy he was like probably uh 30 years old maybe and you know good looking younger guy and i guess he was a chaperone or something for this uh female sports team okay he had he had one of his um one of the teammates was sitting next to her she was a cute little girl but you know he was almost paying too much attention to her for for like a chaperone you know right. it was almost feeling like, like he was a groomer a groomer it was a little bit of a groomer right and uh and he was starting to he was very annoying with the back of the seat thing he was just kicking it just you know uh, every every fucking minute it seemed like good like where i'm actually like and I, that was just and i was already who knows what kind of mood i was in at the time but i was i was burnt not in the mood for any of this shit. Then he started like she was she had maybe never been on a plane before. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, when that happens people are uneasy any little sound makes them, you know. So he was starting to mess with her and he started like banging on the window. He started like on the window. And that was where I was like, okay, now you're doing like crazy guy shit where we got to step on your neck. Right. You know what I mean? Until the plane lands. You know what I mean? Like, even though he probably wasn't doing that hard, it's like, don't even fucking pretend about that. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Anything that could cause a problem on this flight, fuck you. Uh, So I ended up um, like turning around. I, I, I like turn around. I was like, stop kicking the seat stop banging the window stop doing this stuff to, or they're gonna have to land the plane to pull my foot out of your ass <laughs> you know and like and then i sat back down and he was like whoa you know, or something i was like oh and then like about five minutes later the uh steward you know pulls me to the back of the plane sir please come with us oh and, boy uh, he's we're like, gonna handcuff you to the fucking chair in the back <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, you can't, you can't be threatening the passengers on there. And I go, oh, I'm like, I'm like, did you hear that? And he's like, everybody heard that. Oh, and I was like, Shit. <laughs> I go, I'm sorry. I just, he was banging on the window. The sea, they're like, you know, whatever. And, uh, and so anyway, I had to like kind of go back there. And he was, th- that dude was just like totally shocked that shit his the girl was horrified i mean there's times i i have regrets in my life okay i mean there's there's certainly a lot of incidents in my life where i did not 
show signs of having any patience sure. or I overreacted or I made a fucking fool of myself in retrospect. You know what I mean? That's right. happened more times than I want to admit, you know, and if I, <laughs> it haunts me sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's everybody, you know, that sure. does that. So, uh, you know, also we, I, all we could do is just try to be a little better with it and evolve through our age so that maybe we can escape being that, cringy person <laughs> Dude, you, you, you know yeah. what man you try to and i think you do mellow somewhat with age but it's always still there because <laughs> i'll tell you man i mean i've mellowed i've had so many people tell me that i'm so much mellower than i used to be and, and i and truth truth be told i don't lose my shit as much as i used to you know because i used to lose my shit at the drop of a hat you know i'd be like right. ready to fire but there's still times where I'll be in the you know, wrong place, or especially if I'm somewhere that I don't want to be, you know, and, I, and I'll give you the prime example. You know, I, I, I joke about it on the CMS all the time, but I swear to God, it's a true statement. I have not, I've been in one store one time in now nine years, nine years. I've only entered a store once. Right. I know this. You've told me that you've yeah. you've t- gotten into it. I think during the the uh, shutdowns, I got into it. Well, the the one time I went into the right. store, I got into it with a with a little Chinese lady that was giving me shit about not wearing a mask. Yeah, wear I your was, mask, round eye. Well, she was uh, she was. We were. I'll tell you what it was. My friend Stephanie's birthday. I got a call the day of the party saying, "Hey, by the way, we're having a get together." So I had to run out and get a card and put some money in it or whatever, you know, because I didn't even have time to get a gift. So I, I went out to the store, to the CVS, and the sign on the window said, um, we strongly advise you, we strongly suggest or something like that, that you wear a mask entering our store, which translation in Chris's head, don't have to wear a mask. You know, you're strongly advising. I'm strongly saying no. So I went in and there's, and this is what drives me nuts. This fucking lady, she's standing like, she sees that I'm waiting and she's standing right in front of the shit and not moving, like reaching far to the left or the right to pick up cards instead of moving to the left or the right to pick up a card. She's one of those cunts. Mm. So I stood there for a minute, but I didn't give her her six feet. I was like, fuck that. I want to, I, I need to get in here, get a car to get out of here. And then at some point she, she gave me shit. She was like, she was, she said to me, she goes, I, uh, I, I don't even remember what she said, but she said something to me to, to the effect of, didn't you see the sign on the window? And don't you know how to fucking read? And I, and I went fucking, I just went nuclear, like from zero to a thousand in one tenth of one second. And I was like, yes, I saw the fucking sign. You know, I was like, <laughs> I went just fucking boom, just exploded on her. And and she went running away. She literally and ran away because I'm a big yeah. intimidating dude anyway. Right. So she goes running away. The manager from the, the CVS comes up to me. He's some 19-year-old punk. And I just looked at him and he's like, sir, you're going to have to get your stuff and leave. And I was like, what are you really going to do? Unless you call the police, you ain't doing shit, little boy. You know? shit bigger than you. And it really was that. And I just was like, whatever, dude. And I, I grabbed my card and I paid and I got out. You know, but it, it's 
I have I have big problems in stores. That is my kryptonite. I'm as mellow as I can be now. Dude, this morning, I'll give you an example this morning. I've been having a problem with my credit card, my um, my debit card. Just was failing on everything. And it's with an account that has like 20 grand in the bank. So there's no reason for it to be failing. So I call, I call my bank this morning and they go through the 963,000 steps to verify your ID. You know, it's what is your name? What is the last four of your social? What is the ID of this? What is the idea? What was your best friend's cousin's name? Yeah, exactly. It was this whole crazy thing. And then they finally get to a point where they say, oh, and, um, and um, we're just going to send you a text now, now that I've verified every single thought I've ever had. Now we're going to send you a text. So I said, okay. They send me the text, and I read him back the number, and he's like, hello, hello, hello. And I'm like, hello. He lost connection to me, but I could still hear him. This is after 40 minutes on the phone, and I had to call back and do it again. Now, 10 years ago, I'd have been looking for a gas can to burn the bank down, mm-hmm. you know, but today it was like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm just going to do it again. You know, it's like, it's like, all right, there's no, no sense in losing my shit over it. And I, and I didn't, and I just called him back and I got it handled. But you know, we do mellow. We, right. we definitely mellow with time. Even if it's medically induced. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you know, the best way to mellow, but I was thinking about that. Yeah. It's like, I, uh, I, I take blood pressure medication. I, I, I take stuff that's to, to keep me right from spazzing out basically. In it. But it does, it's too much for me sometimes. That's why I, I drink the coffee to kind of like, sure. Eatball it. <laughs> right. <laughs> drink the coffee, smoke the pot. It's like an up and down and brings you right to the I'm middle. all over the place, man. That's <laughs> the second show. <laughs> nice. Well, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to do this. We're going to take a quick break here in a second. Um, we've got two great guests coming on today. We've got um, a little later in the show, we've got Pete Evick from the Brett Michaels band going to be coming on to talk about his new book, uh, MTV Famous. But before that, we are going to talk with Brendan Shane of the Nocturnal Affair, which is a band that you guys need to learn. It's a band I'm just learning. So I, I'll, I'll get more into that when we get Brendan on in just a second, but um, it's a band I'm loving. I it's a and I have a specific affair. reason. But it's a they, affair. <laughs> they are going out on tour with Fozzy here in um, a couple of weeks. They're going to be out with um, Chris Jericho and his band of Merry Men. That should be fun. And um, so we will talk to Brendan Shane, the singer of the band, next. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll play a little bit of The Nocturnal Affair, and then we will be back next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. (laughs) 